What is up, guys? I'm Kaz. Oh, am I even going to go next time? Yes. Oh, I'm I'm Spud. <laughs> and with us today is our part-time host, Charlie. Hi, I'm Charlie. Hi. And um, today... I'll go. Oh, and I, I was. Just... <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, my good friend. <laughs> and welcome to podcast episode three, our third weekend. Go quick. We're already on eleven listeners. Hell yeah. Ah, uh, we get well. We, we're rising. Our uh, listeners are rising with each podcast. Ever so slightly. <laughs> Ever so slightly, because um, baby steps, baby steps. Right. The first thing I kind of want to talk about is kind yeah. of a follow-on what we spoke about at the start of last week, and that's about these new styles books. So they've actually come out and said what they are about. Um, okay. So at the moment we've got so one of them's called Brotherhood. We've got one called Stories of Jedi and Sith, one called Shadow of the Sith, and one called Padawan. Um, let me just get that up. Um, so Shadow of the Sith is a novel from Adam Christopher. It takes place after Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. It finds Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian on a mission to locate Exegol. So obviously this is the one that's apparently meant to makes sense of Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Um, All right. So that's going to be the big one I think that a lot of people are going to want to read. And mm. um, so next one's Brotherhood, and it follows Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker amidst the chaos of the Clone Wars. Ooh, and okay. By the sounds of it, it's near the end of it, because it's at the end, it says, and, rise, and Skywalker's rise to be Jedi Knight. Which we know never happens until right at the end of Return of the Jedi. H. Good film, good film. Um, next one is called Stories of Jedi and Sith. A new middle grade anthology features adventures from 10 acclaimed Ooh. authors. Um, and then the last one is Padawan. Uh, depicts Obi-Wan in his early days as a student of Qui-Gon Jinn. Okay. okay, so we're talking a prequel to a prequel. I'm liking the, yeah. I'm liking the sound of this. So, yeah, they've covered quite a few different eras, by the looks of it, which I'm happy with. Um, it's nice, we've got a nice vast sort of, what's the word? Yeah. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a broad scale of uh, the Star Wars timeline. Yeah, which I'm happy with. I'm looking forward to Brotherhood and Padawan out before. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but those are the two I would probably read. Uh, uh, definitely, and uh, definitely Padawan. Yeah, and, definitely Padawan. Uh, I have to read Brotherhood Padawan. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I like. I, I'm a bit like Maul. I'm obsessed with Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extremely obsessed. Help <laughs> me all. Who isn't? Uh, I can't wait yeah. for the Kenobi yeah. series. Oh, that's really good. That's the one thing I want to ask you guys. In the Kenobi series, what would you like to see? If you know okay. what I mean. Like... Yeah, so let me just get this straight. It is set, isn't it, after the events of Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, so it's pretty much... Well, as they're describing it, it's a sequel to Revenge of the Sith. Okay, so we are talking... Okay, I'm... So obviously, as we know, um, Kenobi went to live sort of... Well, into exile under the name of Ben on Tatooine. So I'm going to be interested to see the interactions um, between himself and um, o- uh, Owen Lars and Baru. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see that. So I'm hoping... Well, I'm hoping um, we should see... I'm hoping that we should see some Maul action. Yeah. Um, well, we, as we know in from Rebels... Uh, Obi-Wan does eventually kill Maul at the end. I wonder if they're going to show us a live-action version of that. It'd be very interesting to see. That'd be interesting, definitely. Yeah. Um, one thing I'd really like to see is him speaking to Qui-Gon again. Because as we know, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, the main reason why he's in Exile as well is to find his old master, as Yoda says. Uh, and I'm it's not a hundred percent confirmed, but a lot of people theorize that's how he learns how to become a force ghost. So okay. it'd be interesting to see if we actually I actually see Qui Gon. 
it's confirmed that, that Hayden Christian's in it, so hopefully we get to see some flashbacks with him. But, yeah, so yeah, we know. should be seeing some Darth Vader as well. Yeah, well, he's, Hayden Christian is as Darth Vader in the IMDb section, so I don't know if we'll see him as Anakin, but hopefully we do. It'd be good to see him again. Yeah, it's uh, it, it would be good if he had some form of flashbacks. Maybe oh, gotcha. we watch the uh, Revenge of the Sith fight sequence. Yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. Especially with today's technology. Mm. Yes. Anything you'd like to see, Charlie? Yeah. Oh, not at all. Like, I pretty much added on to what you guys said. Looking yeah. a bit more back on that. I, I, I have to say it's probably the one series out of all the upcoming series that I'm looking forward to the most. Hands down. Fair enough. Um, just while we are on the topic of series, um, I can confirm that season three of The Mandalorian has started yes. recording. Yes. So we yes. will be seeing some more uh, Din Djarin. And also in, what is it, in about two, two and a half months time, we should be landing, uh, we should be seeing the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, a lot of people theorizing that. Well, so next year we're going to be getting like a lot of Star Wars content. A lot of yeah, people theorizing that. The order it's going to go in, so we'll get Boba Fett, or Book of Boba, yeah. up mm. till I think said March or something. I can't okay. remember. And then people are saying we'll make it like a week or two, and then it'll be possibly Andor or the Kenobi series next. And then oh. up till whenever that's done, they'll let's swap whichever one. And then at the end of the year, we'll get season three of Mandalorian. And then obviously Bad Batch somewhere in between there. Uh, Bad Batch will probably be May the 4th again. Hopefully. Yeah, which uh, we need to finish watching, by the way. Yeah, we do. We claim ourselves as Star Wars fans. We still haven't finished watching it. No. Jesus <laughs> okay. If we haven't watched it, by the time you guys come up to uh, ABBA, we're going uh, we, uh, to watch it, you and I. We can send the girls off on a, on a little pamper day. They can go <laughs> off and do something. You and I can binge watch the Bad yeah. Batch. Apparently the ending is really good as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's everything, like all the series I can think of that are coming out. Yeah, I think I can't I think of any others. Um, no, I can't think talk, of any. Okay, this is this oh. is just one question I want to ask you both. In season yeah. three of The Mandalorian, are we going to be seeing Grogu? We better. Um, I I don't I think, think we will. I think as a marketing tactic, it would be stupid for us not to see it because a lot of people only watch Mandalorian because of Grogu. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, but as a law stand, I would I would like us to not see Grogu until, I'd say, five years where he's actually trained up. And makes then... Go. Oh, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, I don't. If we were to see Grogu, I'd kind of want it to be at least at the end of the season. Yeah, Again, like how we see Luke Skywalker at the end, we'll have Grogu come and save Mando and be like, "Hey, I can now use a lightsaber." Oh my god, I think that Imagine he just bad. comes in and just talks like the most casual person ever. It's like you. It was like, wait, what? Just, no, just walks. It's like you know how at the end of season two we had obviously the um, hallway fight scene with Luke. Yeah, it's just that with Grogu. But instead of Grogu fighting, he's just walking past all the say say they've got dark troopers or something, and he just walks past him like Bully Maguire. <laughs> yeah, you you know just the of Yoda and R two D two, and Grogu just comes through and beats him with his stick. Oh hell yeah! If they don't <laughs> if they don't feature my stick. If they don't feature my stick, that would be disgusting. That would be very disgusting. Yeah, we need Frozen to come in with a stick for the sort that you can beat R2-D2 with it. For our oh, listeners so- who know what we're talking about, you guys are legends. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who are still here, thank you. <laughs> uh, talking about series, Kaz, this is what I, no, I said earlier, I'm going to tell you uh, to do something. And you're like, oh, what okay. is it? I'm, like, I'm going to wait. Need to still when you watch Invincible, you need, I want you to watch Invincible. It's amazing. As I said, I forget a chance I watch it this weekend. Are uh, you better? It's it, like I said. What watch the? I well, I said I know I said first two. I say first three because it 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 just 
it's amazing. That's all. I, I, uh, the problem with it, I can't talk to you about it until you've seen the first episode. That's, That's I, the big I will, problem. I will. I will. Uh, I lay my, I lay my pledge. I pledge my allegiance to you, yes. sir. And I will watch at least two episodes this weekend. Like I, like I said, it, the first episode is generic, but on purpose. Okay, um, okay, well, I'll keep that in mind. Um, so, uh, obviously, obviously, to any of our 11 and hopefully more viewers who are currently listening, uh, let us know, were any of you lucky, like myself and Charlie, to get our hands on the PlayStation 5? In the, in the latest restock, if you were, let us know. <laughs> we got very. Uh, you, 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 I remember you phoned up and I said, like, oh, it must be an emergency because I, I didn't pick up. And like, I, I went upstairs and saw I was like, oh, something bad might have happened to Cass. So I phoned back, you're like, oh my God, I got a PS5. I'm like, yes, finally. Finally. <laughs> I was just referred to as the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're the girlfriend. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm the girlfriend. <laughs> No, you guys are lucky there. Very, very lucky. Oh, we got so lucky with that. As I said, uh, for all the uh, for all of you listening, basically what happened was um, I was on lunch on the twelfth, and it was when there were supposed restocks online. Uh, so I, I looked on game, so I checked everywhere else, and nowhere had them. So I checked game, and they had them. So I thought, okay, right. I got into a queue, and then when it said less than a minute left, the uh, the page refreshed and they'd gone out of stock so that day i had a haircut went into town and i thought oh screw it i'm, I'm gonna go into game went into game asked about it and it was like a drug deal because i go <laughs> and he's like Shh, be quiet. come here uh, just wait here let me let me deal this he makes sure that there's no one else in the queue or in like sort of the shop before handing it over jesus so, christ jesus christ he calls me up super excited i got a ps5 and i'm like and then I picked this one up and got it down to game. The question is, Kaz and Charlie, for both of you, what was the first game you played on your PS5s? It, um, it was GTA for me. Mine was Detroit Become Human because I'm a basic bitch. That's, what do you think of Detroit Become Human? Oh, I bloody love it. Yeah. I well, absolutely love it. Bloody hell. Hmm? It's one of those games I haven't got around to playing, but it is on my catalogue to play. Oh, Highly oh. recommend it. it is what are you doing? I really I really recommend it. Is it yeah. I'm assuming you've seen some form of gameplay from it, or at least oh, some yeah. Yeah. the game. So if anyone doesn't know Detroit Become Human, it's basically you look at it from three different people's viewpoints, and um, well I say people, they're androids. And it's basically about the Android uprising. Cause you have them just to, you know, help out every day. Uh, but they get treated very badly. And it's like a sort of conceptual showing of racism and segregation back in Detroit, which is obviously very well known for their not very niceness to people. Let's say something up. Boiled down, it's a sort of good way of doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that's in the PlayStation collections, isn't it? Yeah. So you got it for free, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Uh, I recommendations on there. Uh, I would say Final Fantasy Fifteen is open world, uh, really good. It's 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 one of the games where the older fans really don't like it because it does a lot of things different to what the old games do. But for my in my eyes, if you want to get into Final Fantasy Fifteen, is a good start. Um, it's not hard like the old ones. The well, the easy mode will make sure you never die, so you got that. Um, the story to it is really good. I put in 80 hours and got the Platinum Trophy. Uh, you, with the EPS collections, I'm pretty sure it's the Royal Edition, so you get all the DLC, you get first-person mode, mm. and extra bits. So it is, it's definitely worth giving it a go if you ever get the chance. It's just it's a, it is a long game. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's my recommendations on that. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Or should we get into these questions? Let's get into these questions. So today's podcast, we are doing a bit of a Q, I say Q and A, um, <laughs> a Google Q and A. We're doing an A. <laughs> yeah, we're doing an A. Uh, so the main reason we've done that is because this this podcast has been very well. This episode has been very like we don't know if we're doing it or not because I, on my end, there's a lot of things happening. 
Uh, if you don't mind me saying, I would like to congratulate you on moving into your first house. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Um, I just hope I get the Wi-Fi sorted soon on it. <laughs> Hopefully, bud. Uh, it was amazing seeing it. Today. It's, it's, oh, it, after all that work. So me and so started looking, I think it's when we came back from seeing you guys. Jesus. Yeah. So we've pretty much been doing it since then. So if, to finally actually go in there and have your own keys, it just it feels amazing. Oh, I bet. It's, uh, it's a feeling I'm looking forward to in the future. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so with our podcast and the next few episodes, it's going to be a bit iffy. We either delay the episodes or we have it where it's just Charlie and Kaz doing it. Uh, we will keep you guys updated on the social media what's happening there. Um, hopefully we get the Wi-Fi sorted as quickly as possible, and as soon as we do, we, I'm getting straight on it. Uh, I'm thinking we could do a Halloween special as well. Ooh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Um, but yeah, uh, when you guys, are you guys ready for these questions? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, cool. So the first question I've got here is, do you have any favourite stories from your childhood? Oh. Yeah. I'll let you two choose. Hello, Charlie, go first. And I delegate you to go first because I can't think of any. Okay. Uh... So, me to go first. Yeah, go first while I was there. Okay. So, oh, this is hard. Um... I've got a funny uh... one. Yeah, go ahead. I, when I was, I think I was about seven, I went to a roller disco, and it's basically a disco, but you're on roller skates. And it's the first time <laughs> I've ever, it's the first time I've ever worn, first time I've ever worn roller skates or tried skating in any sense. Yeah. And my genius idea was I needed to go get a drink. And I only had to walk up like three little steps, right? And I walked up to five, well, while wearing my roller skates, had a drink, all great. Upon walking down, I slipped. And almost broke my coccyx. Oh. So for the rest of the holiday, I could barely move off my butt because I was in that much pain. Oh, that must hurt. Note to self, never try going on roller skates upstairs. Jesus what Christ, Charlie. <laughs> or just roller skates and sk- stairs just aren't a good <laughs> Yeah, no I, I, mm, no, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, I did think of one, and it is gaming rated as well, so it kind of keeps with the theme of the podcast, which is nice. Uh, my favourite, one of my favourite ch- childhood memories was when I was younger, my, you guys obviously know what DS is, obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, of course. You guys know what our four cards were? Of yeah. course. Yeah, so my dad, back, back in the day, was like, oh, we'll get you an R4 card, save a lot of money on games, and I never complained about it. And one day he, uh, so I was probably about six or seven. Hmm. Um, he downloaded, like, I think it was 100 games on his R4 card. And he said to me, I'm not playing any more games on there until you've played every single one. So I went <laughs> into each order and made a save, at least play like first mission or like first section of each one to make sure like if he says, oh, have you, I can show him. Okay. And I was going down, I saw this game and it was Pokemon Diamond. And I was like, oh, what's this? I've never heard of this before. So I played it, and I'm now a massive fan of JRPGs. Let's just say that. Um, Funny story, though. uh, I chose Chimchar as my first one. Uh, He is one of my favorite Pokemon now, so I'm like, yeah. Um, I did the first gym leader, the rock one. And you know how you meant to go back to Jubilife City? I didn't know that, and I kept trying to run up the sand hill where you'd need a bike, and I just got stuck, and I, was, I gave up on it for a little bit. And I also evolved my gym chat, and I thought I had done something that I could turn back, but no, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I did go back, uh, like, a week later and actually finished the game. Bear in mind, I did use a lot of cheats. Um, Disgraceful. <laughs> come on, I was, I was like six or seven, it's okay. Um... And it's making me really excited for these remakes. Mm. Like these oh, remakes me mean a lot to me. 
Um, but yeah, that was probably one of, out of all the memories, probably one of my favourite ones. So, okay. What about you, Kaz? Oh, so it's all my favourite childhood memory. Um... Ah, oh, well, I think... Oh, I think for me, um, something that has always stuck out in my memories was I was about six years old, and I was in my nan's house. And uh, it, was not, it was a summer day. We were just outside in the garden. And so, as anyone who knows me knows, I am currently um, just waiting for my medical to go through for the Air Force. And so I've always been interested in mechanical things, you know, planes, lorries, you know, as a boy normally would. And I was just sat in my nan's garden and we, next thing you could hear this noise, it was something big, you know, it was something different, you know, it was a noise I've never heard before because normally, you know, planes, they're loud, they roar through the sky. This was screeching. This was a high pitched screech. And I look up and... I was shocked because there was no mistake, you know, even as a child, there was no mistaking what it was because of its shape. And to to think that what was probably only about 500 feet above my head, well, mine and my nan's heads, was a stealth bomber. And it was just this flying black triangle going through the sky. And I remember looking up and that was sort of a love for me because not long after that, um, my nan saw... She knew what it was as well. She bought me a little toy of one. And somewhere in the attic, I've still got that toy. And it's just one of those, again, it's probably not my favourite childhood memory, but it's one that sticks out because, I, you know, in a couple of years' time, when it comes to clearing out the attic, I'll pick that toy up, look at it, and think, you know, it, it will make me look back. So I think that's got to be mine. These are both so much nicer than the story of me falling on my ass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I thought when you said about it, I thought it was going to sound like, oh yeah, I managed to actually like roll, go on my roller skates all the way around first, go and not fall over. No, it was, you fell down some stairs. Um, <laughs> I fell on my bed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, right, so next question. Uh, this one's going to be worded a bit differently, so I'll ask it, and then you okay. guys got to ask me, because it's kind of the way it works. So, Second question is, is there something about me that you've always wanted to know but have never asked? Oh, um... Yeah. Is there something about... About me that you've always wanted to ask but never have? Um... Yeah, these questions make Hmm. you think, don't they? This is a... This is a... This is a good thinking one. Yeah. It's good... Okay, where does, where does your love of sort of like engineering come from? Is there something okay. that happened when you were younger that just stuck out? Um, I would say it mainly came from my dad. Um, okay. So my dad works in the RAF, as you know. Um, uh, yeah. Ironically, though, he's an electrician when it comes to engineering. My, even though I'm good at electronics, it's not my favourite. Um, but ever since I was young, he was always showing me how to do things like fix up a bike, all sorts of things. It used to be like kind of a bonding activity where I'd get to spend time with my dad. Sounds like especially, a lot of <laughs> Yeah, literally. Um, especially when I was younger, he would be away quite a lot. So yes. he would show me how to do all these things. So when he was away, I could do it. Um, do it. And then <laughs> uh, at first, though, I didn't. I enjoyed it, but when it came to like learning in school, I didn't until year nine. Uh, mm. We had to choose three technology subjects, and I chose engineering as one of them. And we had this teacher, and his name was called Mr. Love. One of the... Yeah, he, he was such a nice guy. He, he was quite an old guy. But he's he was like one of the best teachers there. And the school we had as well funded a lot of the engineering department. They really wanted their students to get into it. Um, and I think I think he was another reason why I fell in love with it as well, because it's just the way he taught it. Um, it's the only lesson I would actually like willingly go to during lunches and after schools, because it was just fun to just go there and make things and like put your headphones in and just relax, you know. Um, 
yeah, I'd probably say it's those. And then I'd say like the electrical side of it mainly because of games. Like ever since uh, I started going to college, I want I've been opening up consoles. We used to do it for a job as well uh, to fix them. Um, yeah, it's just multiple things. But yeah, I'd say the main one was my dad. Okay. Um, who wants to take this question next then? Or Charlie, okay. have you got one that you want to ask? Oh, me? Yeah. What would you say is the hardest thing you've had to overcome? Oh, Jesus. That's hard. Um, yeah, exactly. Jesus was Jesus <laughs> hard? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you did wear sandals. Oh. <laughs> um, this is going to sound a bit nerdy. It's, it's probably uh, <laughs> the final boss in Dark Souls 3. Uh, that guy he kicked my ass for two weeks. I know, like, you'd think it's something else. No, that guy proper um, kicked my ass. Uh, so, to sum up, this boss, he has two phases, and in one of the phases, he can heal himself as well. And I don't know how much you guys know about the Souls games, but the big thing about them is you have to be patient and adapt to people's playstyles. So it isn't just like oh, there's one place. There are like quite a few different playstyles you can choose. Yeah. Well, the law of this boss is he is everyone who failed to try and finish the game. <laughs> like everyone, and well, some people say it's that. Other people say he's the, your character from the first game. It, it's mm. weird. It it depends who you ask. Um, I like to think he's the person that failed. And the way that they resemble that is this guy can change his move sets like on the fly during the fight constantly and then when he gets to his second phase yeah. each phase is faster and does a lot more damage and it, it's it took me yeah i'd say about two weeks to do it, it was just every night i would come back from work I'd attempt i would just would get my ass beaten so i finally did it and then the second time i fought him in new game plus first go i was like jesus christ <laughs> um if it's if you're on about real life, um, that's a good question. I, I'm not too sure when it comes to real life. Um, I think you know. I think everyone who plays a game that they yeah. get stuck on, you know, it's a, it's a great feeling of overcoming something. You know, when you finally pass it. I mean, yeah. you know, we are, everyone who has said everyone who's ever, probably ever played a game, even if it's a game. Oh. Yeah, hate this on it. I love it. I hate it. Yeah, no, that's that's. I get that feeling. Um, yeah, yeah. That like I said, real life. I I can't think of many. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, which one of you guys wants to take this question next? Then I'll let Charlie take it oh, next. Charlie. Yeah. So what is it that you've always wanted to know about me but never asked? Cass, I'll let you go first, because this will be interesting. Well, I'm going to be completely honest. I think everything I've ever wanted to know about Charlie, I have asked at, during some point in our relationship, so I am completely blank on this one. Jesus, wow. Um, oh, this is a hard one with you, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what, what, what was the thing that got you into Star Wars, then? That's, that's the question. The yeah, Legend Star Wars Trilogy on the PS2. Yes. Brilliant fucking game. Nothing uh, beats it. That is my Star Wars origin story. <laughs> you just sound like you're Batman or something. <laughs> Star Wars. I kid you not, I, I'd go up to my granddad's and I'd go up to like maybe just gone half past three. Yeah, about 20 to four by the time I get up there. After school. Precise. Yeah, very precise because I remember it vividly. And I would play. <laughs> non-stop until we had to go home at about eight and i demanded like as soon as we got in class man can we go to granddad's can we go to granddad's and it got to the point where my granddad kind of figured out that the only reason i was going up there was to play like star wars (laughs) 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 so i had to be sneaky sometimes and in between commercial breaks on tv i'd sneak in do some like like lego star wars until the show came back on and come out and I'd sneak in and do some more Lego Star Wars. <laughs> it's uh, the American. So, yeah. Lego Star Wars. All right, Kaz, your turn. Okay, guys, feel free to ask away what is something you guys want to know about me. Charlie, I'll let you, 
are as fast if you go with Well, again, it's... <laughs> Probably everything you've ever wanted to know, Eve. Oh, I've got one. Okay, we'll come back to Charlie's, but what, what would you like to know about me? What is your favourite gaming memory? Favourite gaming memory. Yeah. Now we are talking. Um, favourite gaming memory. Um, that is quite a tough one, actually. Uh, you know, it's there's been a lot of gaming memories out there between different achievements and different doing different things. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, that was a depressing question I've just seen pop up. Oh no, that's that's going to be fun. But uh... hmm. Uh, sorry, I'm just I'm just a bit stuck on this one. Is yeah, it's loads? Okay, okay, no, no, I I I think I think I know. My favorite gaming memory comes from when I was about eight years old. So we had this sort of family um, who would go and visit, and it consisted of obviously the parents. Then you had I think three no I think three daughters and a son. Now the son had a PlayStation Two, and on that game he had that Star Wars game which we mentioned last week, which was which is basically like the Star Wars equivalent of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Now this, now this guy, he was about, when I say for me to be about eight, he was about 11, so he was a couple of years older. And we were playing this game, and, you know, it was, I would, by this, at this age, I wasn't really much of a gamer. I didn't have a console. I didn't, I say I didn't, yeah, I didn't have my own console, which was my own, such as a PlayStation or anything. So gaming was a very rare thing for me. Um, and we were playing this game, I picked, we both wanted to be Darth Vader, and thankfully we could be, so he had normal Darth Vader, I had this bright blue one, but to be honest, it was the best thing ever, because it was funny, and it was fun. <laughs> yeah. And we were playing it, and I honestly thought I was going to be terrible, and the next thing you know, I started winning. And I started winning a lot, I, I was pulling moves, which I've never, like, he said he'd never seen before, and I look back and think, yeah, he probably did let me win, you know? Yeah. But then, at the time... I didn't know that, and you know it was probably one of the best feelings I had in my life was being able to play a game like that, enjoy it, and win. So that's my favorite game memory. To be honest, I thought you'd bring up the Battlefield one. You Ooh. know when you play the Battlefield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot. We will have to post that. I will get that video up uh, on, yes, onto our uh, Facebook page. Okay, yeah, no, never mind. The Battlefield memory. <laughs> um, what? basically, what had happened was that. Um, so as people know, um, with Battlefield 4, you can make squads, and we were on the Battlefield 4 version of Caspian Border, and uh, I spawned on, Spud had just jumped out of a plane, so I spawned on him once he got onto the ground, and we ran up and there were two enemies sniping, and for all of us, for all of you sort of OG, you know, gamers, the, the Mod Warfare 2's final mission where you're in Afghanistan... And you repel down the mountain and then stab, uh, simultaneously stab the two Russians or Americans, wherever they're from. That is what we did on that game. We spawned in, ran up behind the two snipers, and we both sniped them, um, stabbed them. And it's just like you just see, um, from my point of view, you just see Spud do it at the same time. We just sort of look at each other like, oh. The, okay. the funny thing is, as I remember going up to it, we looked at each other in game, you went, You've played Modern Warfare 2, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's like, you know what I'm about to do, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then we both just looked at at the same time and just did it simultaneously. Oh, oh see, that was, was a amazing. very good feeling. So we will get, I will find that video. Even if it means booting yes. up my PS4, I will oh, get that video. I did get it up. Talking about uh, game memories. Uh, Charlie, what's your favourite gaming memory? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um... Sorry, I'm just trying to Bloody hell, it's a different one. It is. Right, it this is. is a bit more goofy. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a bit goofy. But, you know, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 on the PS2? Yeah. I think it's either the second or third mission where you have to take down that rhino man thing. What, rhino? 
Yeah, some weird <laughs> mug, mug. Yeah, mind yeah, defined. His, yeah, his name is Rhino. Oh, yeah, you're taking that. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite memory has to probably when I was younger, and I'd get him like hanging from a web. Yeah. I'd just get him spinning around and round and round and round. <laughs> and obviously, they have the same like five dialogues. Yeah. And every time like you punch him and hit him, you just go through the styles and he's just saying, I'm just swinging around and around and around and around and while he's there <laughs> trying to be up, I, I don't know. It's a goofy one. No, Simpsons hit and run. Oh, Simpsons hit and run. That Simpsons game. What a game. What that a game. Anything that game needs a remaster. Simpsons hit and run. I've got it downstairs. That game, hands oh, down, needs a remaster. It does. It oh, needs so It bad. really does. I will set up the PlayStation 2. And uh, get the Simpsons hit and run going. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I've seen a remaster though is you know how like each like level is. Yeah. Like, well, each area is different level. What they could do is make it so it's all combined into one big open world, mm. and you could like travel between them. I yeah. think that would be cool. But then have like the option to keep like the original. Yeah, I think so because obviously, like you know, level one was obviously Homer in. Yeah. Sort of. Obviously yeah. in Springfield, but you know what I mean with his house yeah. and the power plant. But obviously, level eight was exactly the same, but a night-based Halloween version mm. with the aliens. So it was. If I think that would be a bit difficult to incorporate. Be interesting to see him try it. No, I think anything of hit and run. Yeah. Uh, that game was amazing. I always got stuck in the last level though. That last level yeah. was insane. Um. No, yeah, like I said, that game really does need a remaster. It does. Um. Anyway, do, do you want to listen, hear the depressing question? Let's hear the depressing question. Do you think we'll all be still talking in ten years' time? Oh yeah, oh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But it's kind of depressing to think about. Like shit, it is, it is depressing to think about. But well, this one's If We've known each other for, what, six years now? Six years. It's been a very quick six years. Yeah. What's and we've, it's taken us pretty much six years to actually meet in real life. Yeah. Oh, this That's... is another one that could be quite depressing. Oh, God. But no, I, 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 I think in 10 years, I'm, oh, still, still I'm not going to lie, though, because like, seeing you for the first time was probably one of my favourite real-life memories. Oh. Like, That's six yeah. years of, like... Because I remember we both were like, oh, yeah, when we first met each other, we did really like each other. And it was like, yeah, well, yeah. you said it to me. And I'm like, yeah, to be honest, it's the same with you. I used to see, like, Aaron and you and me in a party. And they were all right. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. That was the same with you, you know. When yeah. I to be honest, when you joined parties or things. And then I think our first problem, pro- probably our first memory of actually helping each other was um, Elder Scrolls Online because you gave me the werewolf bite. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I said, look at us now, we both ate each other when we first met each other, and now doing a podcast together. And now we've got a podcast together in a group called Penis Bras. Hell yeah. With Misha <laughs> as the profile picture. That guy is, he, he looks very different when he did uh, Pokemon Go song. Oh, Misha. Yeah, he's, he, he's had a great Yeah. One. He's like his he, brother. He also wants to be a furry now as well, so... Okay, never mind. The glow up's gone. <laughs> All right, question number four. When in life have you felt most alone? Hmm. Yeah. Ooh. This is where it gets a I, bit hard hitting. I know exactly. Just so lead the way, Charlie. Oh, it's really depressing, though. Okay, viewers, you may want to get your t- um your tissues ready. Right. I think when um this was during the first lockdown basically my mum and dad split up and he was my stepdad but he'd been in our lives like nine years at this point yeah he'd been in our lives about nine years at this point and um I don't know it was, it was really odd because she then moved off to a place that's about 40 minutes away and I was left alone to look after my two sisters for a while I was it was really hard in that but yeah sure and then also has a pretty awful relationship at the time. Yeah. You know? uh, from yes. what you've told us, uh, your relationship was pretty, pretty rough. 
you know, yeah. though, I still, I still talk to my stepdad now, and we still get along really well. And yeah. if anything, we're a lot closer now as a result of it. Wasn't your stepdad the one that came in when we made your house look like a crackhead den? Yes, it he was. He was like really chill about it. It was like help. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, in that case, well, very quickly, if you don't mind me, uh, while we're talking about this, I know Dave did listen to episode two and enjoyed it. So, Dave, if you're listening to this episode, here is a shout out to you, my man. Hope you. Can hey, go. Dave. Hi, Dave. I love you. <laughs> nah. Um. That's the thing. His and I relationship has actually gotten a lot better since because yeah. he doesn't see me as an annoying little kid anymore. He sees me as an annoying little adult. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, uh, I think we can all agree, even if you've never gone through it, that having a, a stepdad or mum is quite a big, like, I'd say quite difficult for a lot of people because it's, yeah. you're having that extra person come in and act as your parent figure, which you, unless it happens at such a young age, you're not going to be I, used to it. I find it's the opposite because with biological yeah. parents, they're stuck with you. Okay. Yeah. This is someone with a pretty, like, you know, shitty biological parent experience. But that's the thing. They're there because they're stuck with you. They made you. That's the point. Whereas a step-parent are there because they want to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, they have no biological um, obligation to be there. They're just still there. Yeah. And they're there because they care. Okay, yeah, I never thought of that. Like that makes that. sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I never like thought of that. Don't get me wrong, it is hard to let someone else into life in that way. But if they yeah. prove enough times that they're there to stay and they're there for that reason, then if anything, they can trump any biological parent out there. Yeah, that's a good, positive way of looking at it. Look Jesus Christ, this, this this podcast is now turned into like a fucking inspirational podcast now. Right, tell me about it. <laughs> um... Cass, do you... I'll, I'll let you go next to this question. I was going to let you go next, my friend. Oh, you want me to go next? Yeah. Um, ooh, well, I like to be quite a upbeat person. So, try and... When do I feel alone? Ooh. When, whenever I'm not talking to you? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You've ever um, been with any girlfriend, I've ever been. <laughs> oh, it's probably... I want to say it was the first time me and my ex broke up. Because, bear in mind, this was back in secondary school, so we started dating in the end of year eight. And we ended up dating all the way up till the November of year 11 so it was a long time so it's the first serious relationship you know hmm. yeah um the big problem with, with it was obviously being your first big relationship it's there's a lot you've got to learn uh hmm. we also had a lot of people interfering with us which I look back now as they're like why did I let that happen? But hey, I'm in a better relationship now anyway. That's a completely different story. Um, But the way she handled it, so she broke up me and then pretty much was saying a lot of stuff about me to a lot of people that weren't true. I lost a lot of friends because a lot of our friends were the same, if you know what I mean. Um, then I realised a lot of the friends I had were going to pick a side anyway, so... um. No, it was probably then. Um, I went for a stage. I think I, 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 pretty sure I was still talking to you, Kaz, on PlayStation at the time. Yeah. Um, it was just, the problem with it was the first time going through it, and it was like to me, it felt like the end of the world. You know, I know it seems a bit dramatic, mm. but it did feel like the end of the world. Well, um, you know, when when you get into when you're with someone you'd love you know it's yeah anything is hard like i said i'm not in a better relationship anyway like i said we're, we're moving out well got the keys to our new house now anyway so at the end i i went through it uh came out on top so i'm happy she Good. i have no contact with her anymore she does her own thing um can you hear that dog barking 
Yeah, yeah, I can hear the dog. Sorry, there's sorry about the noise, guys. There's not really a lot I can do about it. Don't worry about it. Do <laughs> the viewers will appreciate the goodbye. It, it's a Jack Russell if anyone wants to know. But Wait, yeah, no, that's nope. What's up? Have you got pepper? Well, yeah, we're at Safe's house now. Oh, right. The house hasn't got anything in there yet. Oh, yeah, no, of course. Sorry. It's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, no, I'd probably say it's then. Um, but like I said, my close, I, at the time I found out who my friends were. And yeah. I'm happy with that. Is at the end of the day, yeah, I'm a lot more happier now. I'd agree with that. There you go, yeah. Uh, Kaz, it's your turn to do a depressing answer. Jesus Christ, this has gone. This has turned. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. Fuck yeah. To... <laughs> uh, well, I was trying to see if I could be different to you both and steer away from relationships, but sadly I cannot. Um. So, about one oh, minute. What, what what year was this? Now this was two thousand and eighteen. Was it nineteen? Eighteen. Yeah, 18. Yeah. So 2018, um, I was with my ex-partner at the time. And basically what happened was that we we were always arguing. Um, I'm someone who doesn't like arguing at all. Um, any reason? Well, yeah, we, we've, we've, I think we've only had one argument, if that, throughout the whole six years. If that. I don't yeah. even think it was an argument. It was just a, like, yeah. you, would, you know, I think you were just in a bit of a dark place. And I just yeah. Went. Anyway. So, um, yeah, we were always arguing. Um, and basically what happened was that she um, took me away from my friends. She pushed them, pushed them away, pushed, well, pushed us apart. Um, she'd made me argue with a lot of the people who were uh, who at the time I was very close with um, and so I wasn't speaking to them, certain members of my family as well um, we, they, there was a rift created there and then after she'd known, because this, had, this all happened within a few, within about a day, two days um, within that time then, I was there like, well, you know I've got no one except for her and she uses that as an opportunity then to threaten with us breaking up. And I I was lost by this point. I felt, on, I honestly felt like I had no one because by this point I wasn't in work or anything. Um, and I was just there, I remember, because after this argument I was sat on her stairs and I was breaking down. I honestly felt like I had nothing. Um, I... As I said, I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. Um, I had absolutely nothing to my name anymore. As I said, I'd fallen out with... For an idea, I'd fallen out with... Not necessarily fallen out, but I'd grown very far apart with my sister. And literally all I had left were parents. So I was... No, I'm not crying. I'm just trying to have to keep quiet. <laughs> but no, I was... that. I'm, I'm trying not to cry right now, Cassie. <laughs> Oh, come on, guys, it's fine because I'm in a much better place now. However, exactly. um, yeah, he's stuck with me. <laughs> no, it was um, that day for that just period of I think the argument lasted about six hours, and just for that six hours, I honestly felt I, I just felt an, a complete empty shell of myself. Um, oh. Yeah, I just, I was to me, I was just. Yeah, I was just a body. I had no emotion or anything left in me. I was completely drained of energy. And I remember just sort of thinking to myself, by this point, yeah, it, it was not as... How can I say this? This wasn't a suicidal thought. I have no point in my life have I ever... Thank you. At no point in my life have I ever considered suicide or anything. But I felt at that time, I felt that if I was gone, if I'd just gone the next day no one would care about like no one would care and yeah that that sucks as sucky as that is it's now i'm now at a point where i'm at the complete opposite end of that spectrum i'm happy and i'm as i said i've got my medical for the air force next month so hoping all goes well 
I uh, will be lighting to me voice soon. You just got an annoying boss girlfriend. Who <laughs> is ginger? I'm not ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie, I think you're ginger. I'm not ginger. <laughs> I died I'm not bloody ginger. And then right. that, I say let's move on to question four. And if it asks now, what is your hair colour? Oh, this is question five, Kaz. Oh, is it question five? Oh, my God. Yeah, this is that oh. last question. And then I want to do, like, uh, before we leave, I do want to do, like, a recommendation on what to watch. So then the next episode is Um, Well, that is for you. And if the viewers want to watch it, I 100% recommend it. It's got good comics to it as well. But no, it's, it's something different. It's something that actually came out this week. Well, they're only the first episode. But I'll talk about it. It's all Halloween-related as well, so it's beautiful. Okay. Um. So this last one, it's the final question. This one you can kind of consider being depressed, depressing. Oh, that's uh, so it's a generating. He's giving me depressing questions. I can't control it. <laughs> um. Maybe next so, time you put depressing questions to ask. I didn't. I just put podcast questions that came up for generators. I was like, oh, I thought, oh yeah, that'd be pretty good. And then I've got like quite a few repetitive ones, and then just depressing ones. Um. Anyway, question number five. If this was to be our last conversation, is there anything you'd want to say to me? So we're taking turns. So if we say, we'll start with me, so you guys have to say what you'd say to me, and then we'll go to Charlie, and then we'll go to Caspi as we did in that previous order. Sounds good. What would I say? What would I say to you if this was to be our final conversation? I know what I'd say. You go first, by all means. It was absolutely lovely meeting both of you and Sophie. You've both done so much good for us, and thank you so much for helping Kaz through his hardest times. And I really appreciate I was, that because I, that is you. I was, was so going to say something like "fuck you." To you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm not actually going to say that, but that is Kaz. He went through some pretty shitty times, and you've always been there for him. So thank you. Go on, Gaz. Okay. Um, you better be serious now because I'm going to look like a work blanket. You know what? I'm <laughs> if this was our last conversation, because let's just say, let's just say we're on a fucking plane that is destined to crash, I think I would turn to you and say, Bud, let's go and get those people like we did on Battlefield in heaven. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Um, work blanket, yeah. I'm a work blanket. <laughs> well, Okay, so what would we say to Charlie? Ooh. Um, I'd say it was great meeting you. Thank you for making Kaz an actual, like, the person who he is, because his ex really did make him very different. Yeah. Uh, Can I just ask, what is with the involving me in your answers, guys? Because you're so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just want to cheer you up, Kaz. I'm not depressed. <laughs> you um, were. I'm not a vicar. You no, were, and now you're not. What would you say, Kaz? I would turn to Charlie. Thank her for the past year because it's been <laughs> when you say like just got an image of you just giving a handshake, saying <laughs> like Jesus Christ, shaking my hand. Thank you, thank you for letting me. Well done. <laughs> Well, this, this oh, might spin on things because even, again, if it was a case of, like, we knew we were all going to die, then I would, again, not having a ring, I would ask her to marry me as my final words, hoping that she says yes as her final word. What if I say no? Yeah, then it'd be a bit awkward if she said no. I can end it quicker. But yeah. even if she said yes, you wouldn't be able to do anything about it. No, I know, but then <laughs> I can die knowing that I got engaged to a, to a person... I want to be engaged to. True. But it um, would be funny if she said no. As I said, if she said no, I'd just get something just to end it quicker. <laughs> I'd be an idiot to say no. I, I chose sure. to fast track this death. Sorry, sorry. When you said about ending yourself, I just want to bring up so me and Sophie watched a new Halloween film today. And there's a kill in it, which... So there's this woman who's got this deagle, and she's trying to shoot Michael Myers while he's in the car, and he get, she gets close to it. He just kicks the door, and as she shoots, the door hits her hand, the gun swings to her face, and she just shoots herself in the face. Like, for fuck's sake. I might have to watch that film. Oh, mate. 
a lot of people die in that film. Like, okay, I, I want to watch that film. You need to watch it. Is watch twenty eighteen and the very first Halloween first, yeah. so you understand what's going on. But I would hundred percent recommend it. It was a good film. Sounds good. Bud. Anyway, anyway, what would you guys say to me as a final thing? Oh, don't do drugs Charlie. and stay in school. <laughs> Charlie, what would you say? Again, Polly, thank you for last year. It's been the best year of my life. You've made me the happiest ever. And mm-hmm. yes to your marriage proposal. Okay. That's cute. I'll just give you a handshake yeah. and say... Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I, I, I could not... I could not um, ask her to marry me because I haven't asked Dave's um, blessing. blessing yet. That's true. You, if you're in a plane crash, you'd have to phone him up. You'd have to phone him up and be like, look, I'm about to die. And with your daughter about to die, do I have approval to uh, ask him to marry marry me? If he says no, then you'll be like, fuck. fuck. Also, Dave, if you're listening, can you give Kazi a blessing, please? No, not yet. Not <laughs> don't yet. do it. Don't do it. No, I, don't I, do I, it. No. Don't do it, because I've got it planned that I'm going to come and see you in person. Um, and try Kaz. to hide it from me. Spud, what would, would you do? I would give you a handshake and say I haven't washed my hands in three weeks. Could and you could 15 it... wanks in between? <laughs> yeah. I uh, just masturbated next to about to die. Could, could it not have been a job, not a shake? Oh, that's actually a fair shout. Hey. I would give you a hand job and say thank you for the six years. <laughs> I mean, as, as I say that, at the end of it, I want you to spunk. If you don't spunk, I will then just kill myself. <laughs> Mate, I'm, 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 uh, it takes a while, you know? <laughs> Not with my hands. Let's, my hands. let's not talk about this in the podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's turn this into a porn podcast, for fuck's sake. Put this on. Um, just, just imagine that, a porn podcast, but it's David Attenborough. Oh, oh, oh that's And puts it in the wrong hole. Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> She bleeds. Um, using his lube, using her brother's lube. The male continues to fuck. That is disgusting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh, so, I'm just doing torching. That's the last question today before we go. My recommendations, yeah. obviously, like you said, would be one and invincible. If you haven't seen it, it's about a guy called Mark, who's the son of a guy called Omni Man, who's very similar to Superman. I mean, like, very similar. Uh, they even have a Justice League in it, but there's there's a whole thing up behind it. Um, he finds out he has powers, and it's about him learning how to control the pow- uh, powers. A lot of the series is actually him like training up, and he he surprisingly does fail. Um, okay. When he does fail, though, it, he fails bad. Okay. Then, like, a lot of people die. Um, there's... There's a lot to it that I can't talk about until people have watched the first episode because if I say anything, it will spoil the first episode. Okay. But if I say any- sorry, it will spoil the whole series until you've actually watched the first episode. Uh, okay. It is a animated show, but don't let that put you off. It is very gory though. Um, there's a scene. There's a scene where Mark is fighting someone. I'm not going to say who. He gets thrown into a subway, like tunnel, and he sees the guy sees the trains coming. He picks Mark's head up, points him in front of him, and the train goes through. And Mark's like trying to move his hands, trying to get people out of the way. And every time he moves his hand and hits someone, they just blow up into pieces. Nice. It's like, yeah, it's. Um, I was I was hoping when you said subway, I was hoping you did you did mean the sandwich shop. Oh, imagine it was. That'd be amazing. The like, the whole last fight though in that series is, you you do see like a kid dying. It that's one thing. Oh, sweet. But, yeah, like I said, it is. It, it's really good. Uh, my second recommendation for you horror fans out there because it's Halloween is the new Chucky series that started on Tuesday. I think it was. Um. Living in the UK, you will have to either use a VPN or go on certain websites. Um, you should be able to watch it on the Sci-Fi website. Uh, apparently, it's coming to Sky on the 28th. So if you really want to watch it, you'll have to go onto the Sci-Fi website or 
like I said, VPNs. Uh, if you can wait, then obviously it'll be on Sky. Um, really good. It's a it continues from the cult of Chucky. Uh, it's interesting. Not very gory the first episode, but it builds up a lot to happen throughout the series. Um, but yeah, that'll be my recommendations for this week. I don't know if you guys got any. Um, Charlie, have you got any recommendations? No, nothing I can think of. No recommendations, nothing at all. Well, in terms of movies or something like that. Yeah, movies, films. Hot fans. Hot fans. Yeah, <laughs> that is fair enough. Also, the show Atypical, because it's really bloody Atypical good. is good. And Superstore. Superstore is good. Um, anything else? You want me to just list out my whole favourite TV shows? Yeah. Okay, can you are. Uh, I'm going to uh, hide back my hole now. <laughs> I'm allowed to summon. Now I must go back. You must uh, go back. You must uh, go back. Uh, like I said, uh, we will put on social media what is happening in the next few weeks. Yeah, um, we'll, um, we will keep everyone informed. Um, worst, we, I will we, just... Sorry. Just there you go. Oh, I was just going to say my recommendation. Um, yeah, it's... it's uh, I've gone completely bland. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> This is not a good time. 1917 is good, but um, now what film? Oh, my film of uh, recommendation, recommending choice is a film called Behind Eni- Enemy Lines. Uh, Quick Insight is set in the Bo- uh, Bosnia, Bosnia and Herzegovina war, and basically it's based on a true story with a bit of um, with a bit. What's the word? We're just built up a bit. I can't think of the word. It's a bit of fiction. Um, basically what it is is about a so in real life it's, an, it's a F-16 fighter pilot who is doing a um, a recon mission over Bosnia he goes into a no-fly zone gets shot at the sky and basically it's about how he survives and keeps running from the uh, Russian army um, and it's just at the start of the film it's just got probably what is has got to be the best sort of Dog, I wouldn't say dogfight scene, but if you like fighter planes, it's the best, one of the best yeah. themes. So yeah, that is my recommendation. I just realised something. What's you that? all have different like favourite genres. Oh, war films are my favourite. Anything yeah, horror. Really love. Horror is my favourite. And Charlie. Comedy horror. Comedy horror. Okay, yeah, I can catch on comedy horror. I I find those like things like scary movie. I like scary movie, but I feel the later ones are very. It's it's the yeah. same. Realistically, the first one is good, and the other two like, is it the other two? There's four oh, after geez. that. There's there's scary movie five. They they uh, just they're just the same thing. Yeah, scary movie just... two's alright. Then scary movie when you when you hit three, that's when it kind of just goes downhill. Yeah. So, um, but no, yeah. Like I said, we all have. Except for me and you, Charlie, we. All, I would say we all kind of have different types of genres. Hmm. So, so I'm more yeah. into my like really like proper horror, like, eh films. You know what I mean? Uh, for instance, me and Sophie are gonna be watching the the original Ring. Some point this week, the 1988 one, the Japanese one, that's going to be interesting to watch. Okay. Um, My thing is more things like Warm Bodies, Hot Fuzz, Sean and Dead, Zombie Land. Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Thriller. It is Hmm. Zombies. Ooh, I thought an idea for Halloween special. We all have to watch a horror film of our choice and review it. Yes, and then we take it in turns reviewing it. There we go, guys. We've got Halloween special. <laughs> we'll probably have like extra few things as well. You never know. But that, I think so far, that's what. <laughs> what was that, Sean? Same. We could all watch the same horror movie and then just spend some time discussing it. You know what we like about it, what we don't like about it. 
things about the graphics, Ooh. like yeah. the horror technique sort of thing. We will come up with some ideas and put it in the Discord. Yeah. Uh, who wants the cast? Do you want to do the outro? Or should we get Charlie to do it? Let's do. Let's get Charlie doing the outro. What do I say for the outro? Well, thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed our ramble, bamble, ramble, bamble, ramble, ramble, bamble. <laughs> Don't judge me. It's the first time I'm doing this. <laughs> thank you very much, and hope to hear. See you next week. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.